hi one of the good nice podcast we're here with sarah from sarah and the safe word we're going to ask them some questions today about their new singles they're both a mouthful so i'm not going to try to pronounce them on here <laughs> um, so i'm going to start off by asking how do you feel about the response to those so far um oh we're we're so grateful for it you know it seems like people really are, are into the video and the single that we dropped and a lot of interest around the new record that's coming out on october 30th so yeah we're, we're really excited really happy yeah. Oh, so happy to hear that. What do the song names mean? Do they have any special meanings? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the first song that we, we did a video in a kind of like the single that we just dropped is The Last Great Sweetheart of the Grand Electric Rodeo. And if you listen to the song, it's about a, uh, it's about a, a vampire rodeo sweetheart that falls in love with a robot cowboy. Um, in the electric rodeo and it's about their misadventures and 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 their their the way they met each other so that's so cool and then yeah and then uh a celebration with a vengeance is sort of a song about I, I, we wrote that song really late in the game for this record it was like the last song we wrote before we recorded hmm. and it's sort of just about uh people in the music scene who are fake you know that um come into sort of the industry maybe with a lot of money or just with a lot of privilege and they, they aren't really cognizant of that um it's sort of just an examination of people like that mm -hmm. okay makes sense um so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for these songs in particular yeah um it, it's interesting uh, rodeo was one of the first songs that we wrote for this album. Um, and that was sort of, it was another, I think in the last interview, they told you that I write a lot of hooks in the shower mm -hmm. um, and then I'll run to Keenan on the phone and, and sing him the song on the phone and then he'll write something. Mm -hmm. Rodeo was kind of one of those songs. I, I came up with the chorus while I was showering one day and was like, oh fuck, I've got to climb out of the shower and do a voice memo really quick because Keenan needs to hear this. So I, I did that and sent it to Keenan and then we got together the next day and kind of fleshed the rest of the song out. So that was that song. And then Celebration, uh, we were doing pre-production, the last day of pre-production before we had to go up to Cleveland to make the album. And me and Keenan were just singing with an acoustic guitar and that song kind of came together in like 15 minutes. It was pretty wild how that happened. So. Yeah, so so I can't really explain how that happened. Me and him were just together hanging out. It was like the last hour of the day that we were doing pre-pro, and, and that song came together. So Oh, that's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about where your headspace was while writing these songs? Yeah, um, you know, we're, we're kind of a storytelling band. Uh, so Rodeo, I, I don't really know the chaos that happens with my brain sometimes <laughs> it just kind of mm -hmm. happens but yeah I, I like the idea of doing a kind of like a play on a country song that had been in the back of my head for a while and um i don't know i had this idea in my head of like a robot cowboy that was like riding a robot bull in a weird rodeo and i, I thought it'd be fun to write a song about that so that was yeah. that was my idea for that uh for celebration um you know i think we we had been frustrated, I think, just by people that we knew in the music industry um, that, you know, either we had had personal experiences with that we felt like they were very manipulative or very um, less than truthful, maybe about their interactions with their fans and their, you know, the people that they support. So I think that was just me kind of venting my frustrations with, with that oh, I get in that. a song. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. 
Um, so what influences can you hear on your on these songs, uh, if any? Yeah, you know, I think um, the last record was sort of us like kind of doing the storybook thing, right? Where we were kind of surfing around a lot of different genres and um, going a lot of different places. I would say this album uh, it still does a little bit of that, but it's a lot more centric around my growing up in New Orleans. So there's a lot of like New Orleans influence on the record. And a lot more of us kind of leaning into like the real like 1920s cabaret vibe um, that we're kind of known for being like a cabaret punk band. So I I would say it's like a little bit more closer to like the nucleus of like what our band's kind of approach is, you know? All right. That's so exciting. Okay. So for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. So if you're on death row, (laughs) what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, with a drink. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite, my favorite cocktail is uh, Boulevardier. Mm-hmm. So you can you can look up what that is. But it's um that would be my drink. And then my last meal, um, I'm kind of a pasta nut, so I think I'd just go with something Italian. Okay, you know, Taste. maybe like a classic like spaghetti and meatballs. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Of course. Um, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Ooh. One fictional world for a week. Um, mm-hmm. hmm. Lately, I've been really obsessed with this uh, cartoon called Haspen Hotel. Do you guys know what this Ooh, is? Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah. I um, so I think right now I would probably pick Haspen Hotel. And I, I would just live in hell for a week. I think that'd be fun. Okay. So All right. I'd be yeah. a lounge singer in hell. Right. So Okay. That's iconic, honestly. Like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Okay. I try. <laughs> So I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we have spoken to have said it's the most important question. Okay. What's your favorite color? Black. Black? There you go. Okay. All right. I mean. All right. Simple. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Gloria right. said she asked the last question, but she, she also said we were going to shift away from music, but we're going to go to that album for a second. <laughs> what can you All tell right. us yeah. about that? Anything oh. you can tell? Uh uh what would you like to know about it um I everything everything it. It's, everything it's been announced at this point so i can now i can talk about it um yes uh it's called good gracious bad people mm-hmm. is the name of the album uh it's coming out on take this to heart which is our uh label that we've been on now for the past record in this one um it has 11 songs on it uh it's our longest album to date as far as like length like time length of the record yeah um and it has a feature on it from Gerard Delore, who is in a band from Detroit called Second Salem, who we're a big fan of. Uh, he features Congrats. on a song called Disobedient. Um, and that's what, what else can I tell you about it? What would you like to know? Do you have any other questions about it? Does it have, will it have like the same sound as the last album? Uh kind of yeah i mean i think that we didn't do like a big stylistic shift or anything like that mm-hmm. um it was produced by jim wert who has produced fiona apple incubus and jack's mannequin and a few other bands like that um so he kind of brought his own production style to it uh but it's it's still you know what what i think people listen to our band for it's like very you know vintage vibes in a lot of ways um there's a little bit more like i would say like dark appalachia Okay. kind of vibe on it so a lot more like you know kind of smoky gulf new orleans mm-hmm. haunted bayou kind of vibes on it in some yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah but 
um, it's a lot more centric around like the cabaret vibes this time. Okay. okay. Oh, all right. That sounds awesome. Very exciting. Yep. Um, yeah. So aside from the album, is there anything else you would like to plug? Um, yeah. Well, our band is a big uh, supporter of a nonprofit called the National Independent Venue Association. And that's a nonprofit that's important to us right now because they are advocating for uh, basically monetary assistance for independent music venues right now that are struggling during the coronavirus pandemic. Um, you guys are music fans, so you probably know that no music venues are open right now. They're all struggling to stay afloat. So yeah. what Neva's mission is, is they're basically trying to secure funding so these places can stay open for decades to come and make sure that these huge mega corporations like Live Nation don't take over our entire music industry. So we're very vocal about uh, people, if they can, uh, supporting an organization called the National Independent Venue Association. And people can find out more about it by going to nivaassoc.org and check it out. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, thank you for Woo. sitting down with us. This has been Sarah of course. from Sarah and the Safe Word and we're the Good Noise Podcast.